So before we could come to today's verse, let us uh, give a summary of some previous chapter. What is going on in this chapter? <clears throat> so after describing the dynasties of Adityas, Devatas, and the other Devatas, <clears throat> Shukdev Goswami started to describe about Titi's son, known as Marutas. and how they were elevated to the position of devatas demigods now marutas were the sons of diti so naturally they were demonic right born from ditis to be considered but they became the devatas yeah so how that is described <clears throat> just to help lord vishnu uh, so just to help lord indra actually lord vishnu he had killed ियसिडर Aditi gave birth to Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu, and both got killed by Vishnu. And who was the cause? Indra, uh, because Indra went and told Lord Vishnu uh, to come and help. So because of this, Aditi was very envious, and she was very eager to have a son who could kill Indra. So what she should do? She should she will get a son from whom? From Kashyapji. So she served Kashyap ji very very nicely. She melted his heart, and he agreed to do whatever she wants. He will do. He he said also. And <clears throat> she cha- she begged Kashyap ji. She served nicely, and then when Kashyap ji said that I am pleased with you, ask me whatever you want. and then the actual thing came out that i want a son who will kill indra and that was very disturbing because indra was also his son kashyap's son now an step mother a step mother of indra is asking a son to kill him to kill indra so it was very disturbing from kashyap muni and kashyap muni was attracted to a beautiful wife and he had agreed to grant her the any request So now, when uh, when such a request came, Kashyapuni advised his wife to perform a Vaishnava Brata, Vaishnava vow, for one year. Kashyapuni was very disturbed initially when he heard this, but then he took guidance from the Lord from the within, and then he spoke about the Pumsaman Vrat, wherein. someone who does that has to engage in one year of devotional service and what happens in one year of time purification of the heart smart not that he started fighting with uh, his wife that no 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 argument nothing smartly he dealt because he knew argument cannot you cannot win arguments So very smartly he engaged her in devotional service. 
he said that i cannot give you son how i am no potency huh? only such a son can be given by supreme lord vishnu so you take shelter of vishnu and then you will have a son what is the problem so when diti following the instructions of kashyap ji engaged in devotional service indra also understood the reason why diti was performing lord vishnu's worship so vigorously so indra used indra came as a simple boy as a maid servant and he was serving diti very nicely and indra was keeping a watch on if there are any flaws in the, in the in the devotional service and he began observing all her activities and one day when there was an opportunity to see and he saw there was a deviation from the devotional service indra entered the womb of diti and he killed the jiva who was who has got the body only cut into seven pieces and then all those seven came into life indra got very disturbed indra again with the vajra he tried to kill each one of them cut them into pieces so seven were tried to cut and then 14 they became all 49 and indra said oh oh and all of them came came to life so indra said no no this is i think i should stop otherwise they'll become further expander it'll create problem for me so <clears throat> in this way 49 49 different uh, personalities actually were there in the womb and then he understood that they cannot be killed and then he reali- then he realized and he begged forgiveness from his mother hmm? and uh, diti also uh, forgave indra actually and indra promised that although these are born of you but they will be my associates they'll be devatas and uh, all this actually because diti was performing vaishnava ritualistic ceremony so indra had no capacity to kill that 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 49 marudganas <clears throat> so kashyap ji instructed diti in performing this this sacrifice uh which include kashyap ji's instructions on the devotional service he instructed that <clears throat> uh and when those instructions were followed during the first uh, it has to be started on the first day of the bright fortnight of the moon uh in the month of november and december there is called as agrahanya huh? so in the month of uh, november december there comes a time where this this ceremony has to perform you can one can start the details are in the bhagavatam one can perform for one complete year and it is said that if if a woman is pregnant if she is carrying a baby and if during the whole period of time if she can perform this her son will be very very powerful very very powerful devotee but that austerity of performing this yagnyas and everything Uh, on everyday basis huh? so it's tapasya and if that tapasya is performed huh? then the outcome of that the result is that one will have a very uh, good version of a child <clears throat> so so every woman is expected to follow in the footsteps of diti and following the instructions of her own husband 
should began performing Om Saman Rath. And in the what one has to do in the morning after washing her teeth, bathing, and thus performing purif, thus becoming purified, she should hear about the every day she should hear about the uh, birth of Marud Ganas, and then covering her body with a white dress and properly ornamented. Uh, before a breakfast, she should worship Lord Vishnu and Lakshmi Ji, and uh, by glorifying Krishna's name, fame, pastimes. Uh, from the Bhagavatam, uh, Hari Katha, she should discuss Hari Katha on everyday basis. <clears throat> and while performing, uh, while performing this service, this puja, she should offer all the paraphernalia of worship, such as ornaments and such as sacred thread, scents, and everything, uh, to the Lord. And she should invite the Lord with the mantra, with a specific mantra. Om Namo Bhagavate Mahapurushaya Mahanubhavaya Mahavibhuti Pataye. So, and then after doing that, uh, by inviting the Lord, by chanting this mantra, then there is another mantra by which uh, one, she has to offer fire oblations 12 times. And that mantra is uh, Om Namo Bhagavate Mahapurushaya Mahavibhuti Pataya Swaha. <clears throat> and one should offer obeisances like this 10 times. Obeisances to the Supreme Lord, to the Lord Vishnu, ten times one should offer. There's a great significance of offering pranams to the Lord. Huh? Great significance. Krishna is called as Lord Hari. His name, Lord Vishnu's name is Lord Hari. And when you offer pranams to the Lord, what happens? The Supreme Lord is Sarva Amangal Hare Premadiya Hare Man. He takes away all the inauspicious activities, all the inauspicious things which are going to happen in our life. He takes them away. If there is someone who can change the destination, is Krishna. And we are offering repeated obeisances to him. So what happens? Sarva Amangal Hare. He takes away all the inauspicious things which are going to happen in our life. And Prem Diya Hariman. And then he takes away our mind also. Hmm? He steals our mind. So that's, that's why we should offer repeatedly obeisances to the Supreme Lord in our house also. I see devotees, they don't offer obeisances. They have deities in their house, but they don't, they are very impersonal. <laughs> they don't go and personally, we should offer obeisances repeatedly, morning, afternoon, evening. If, if you have deities in your house, or if you are staying in temple, so before leaving from the temple, you should offer obeisances and go, my dear Lord, I am leaving for some work. When you come back, you should, first thing you should do is go and offer obeisances to the Lord, my dear Lord, I am back. Huh? This thing, this is how we develop, develop personal relationship with the Lord. Huh? And also, uh, everything, we, everything we get in our life, we should offer it to Krishna. Everything. Even if you get a new chapel, we should show Krishna. By, you don't have to bring it inside, you can show it from outside. My dear Lord, I brought this new chapel. I brought this new kurta. This, everything has to be given to Krishna, offered to Krishna. Huh? This is, uh, this is when instructed. <clears throat> so, if either, a, uh, if either a pregnant woman or her husband, either of them, if they regularly discharge devotional service, both of them will achieve the result. And after continuing this process for one complete year, the chaste wife should fast on the Purnima of Karthik. And she should worship the Brahmanas. Uh, she should serve the Brahmanas, feed them Prasad. And then with the permission of the Brahmanas, the husband and wife can take Prasad. So, here is a very interesting thing of how husband and wife together also they can perform this activity. 
So by performing this type of vrata, what happens? A man and woman in Krishna consciousness will be happy in the material world. But we hear, we are hearing that there is no happiness in the material world. But are, at the same time, we are discussing. Bhagavatam also says that there is happiness in the material world. And because of being Krishna conscious, they will be promoted to the spiritual world. So household <coughs> householder life also can be very happily lived. Not that householder life becomes a, you know, how to make householder life smoother. That's our discussion of today. Huh? Although not uh, many uh, householders, I don't know how uh, which ashramas most of you are, but since the topic is such, so we are discussing about how can one make uh, one's householder life smoother. So there are six aspects actually in the householder life. Huh? So one of the aspects is enthusiasm. <clears throat> Without enthusiasm, one cannot be successful. Huh? It is said in nectar of instruction that even in the material world, one has to be very enthusiastic in the particular field of activity to become successful. Not that one just becomes an engineer or a doctor just like that or becomes so successful. It is a lot of hard work, a lot of hard effort is there, a lot of enthusiasm is there, continuous enthusiasm is there. So we we also talked about uh, uh, yesterday about this example who in the class that when Sukanya, a young princess, was given in marriage to Chavanamuni, who was an irritable old sadhu. So she uh, set her mind not on the apparently unfortunate match. She did not say, Oh my God, I am married to an old irritable husband. Uh, and she did not say that, uh, 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 but she, may, she, you know, she was not lamenting, but she was consciously making an effort to do her best. And she did not try to change her spouse because he was uh, an old person, irritable person. He was not, Sukanya never planned to change her husband. But she fully played her role. She surrendered her pride and succeeded in working the marriage. She made sure that because she had a desire that now whatever is my situation, this is my husband. And so she gave up her pride. She gave up her uh, that she was an opulent woman. Uh, she has she has a very good upbringing. Born in a golden spoon, silver spoon, whatever spoon she was born in. But here when she was, <clears throat> uh, so a devotee's enthusiasm is very important in a married life. Uh, that Sukanya enthusiastically served, accepting the situation, she very enthusiastically served her husband. So in the introduction to Bhagavad Gita, His Divine Grace explains that, that our inherent nature is to serve. Right? So in this world, everyone is uh, rendering services to someone or other. And uh, the wife serves the husband and the husband also serves the wife. Usually there is an understanding that only the wife should serve the husband and the wife and husband should become the boss. It is not like that. The wife also serves the husband and the husband also serves the wife. So both the wife and husband can be enthusiastic in their services to Krishna. We should understand then how is Krishna pleased? Krishna is pleased when a Vaishnava is rendered service. Chaitanya Charitamrit says this, right? 
so <clears throat> if our spouse is a devotee then if we sincerely serve the spouse who is a devotee we will we will spiritually get benefited so serving the husband or serving the, the wife serving the husband husband serving the wife should be natural because we as vaishnavas we should be serving other devotees we serve everybody in the temple but that same service when it has to be done in the house it becomes a burden huh? in the same service when we have to do in the relationship that is a burden but the same mood we are when we go outside we want to serve everybody huh? so why can't that thing come in the relationship also so that is very important thing is if our if our spouse is a devotee and we are sincerely serving that person will get benefit spiritually and anyone who wants to advance in krishna consciousness should be serving the devotees of the lord so hatred against that person will stop our advancement in krishna consciousness if as a husband we start hating our wife for some reason or as a wife we start hating or hating the husband just because he doesn't look good or is he's uh, doesn't have a a uh, good earning or something like that whatever but his main quality the good quality is that he is a devotee of the lord he that the ornament of his life is that he is a, he is devoted to krishna so by serving him the wife will make spiritual advancement so marriage you know marriage is like a fortress <laughs> huh? uh created by husband and wife both together they create this uh capital this uh to protect themselves from the powerful enemies of uncontrolled senses and peacefully make spiritual advancement and the who is the commander of this fort the wife the wife is the commander of this fort the wife is supposed to be the commander and whenever there is an attack on the senses on the body by the senses the wife is the one who protects the body from being smashed this is what bhagavatam says in the third canto 14th chapter 20th verse okay not speculating not taking taking any philosophy from the mundane world no whatever i am saying is from bhagavatam huh? so there is, it is said that there is no difference between a good wife and good intelligence means one who possesses a, a very good wife and if one has a good intelligence then he can deliberate properly and save himself from more very dangerous situations this very this is uh, very important <clears throat> so as in a battle if they are they, if they could be victorious the fighters must be very enthusiastic so that they have to protect their kingdom so husband and wife both should be very very enthusiastic this is the first thing which is essential in a married life then second thing which comes is gratitude a very important thing huh? the health health healthy married life we when you call a healthy married life the health of the marriage depends on the health of the individuals in it how to how to identify the marriage is healthy if the husband and wife both are healthy then the marriage is healthy huh? and it is the uh it is gratitude that keeps those individuals healthy and free from dullness uh householder life is an ashram is a ashram 
just like there is a brahmachari ashram vanaprastha ashram grahastha uh, sanyas ashram they are all meant for practicing krishna consciousness for attaining perfection in life bhagavatam is full of grahasthas chaitanya charitamrita is full of grahasthas all the shastras there are many grahasthas if you compare if you compare if you take a survey from the if you are vanaprasthas and very few are sanyasis mostly who attain perfection in life are grahasthas <clears throat> so the husband thinks what is what is, what should be the husband's thinking the husband should think that my wife is a is very sacred and and she is the holy property of her spiritual master and she is the she is the holy property of krishna she is not my property so i if i do not honor her if i do not respect her if i do not protect her if i do not provide her with all the essential things and i become a vaishnava apradhi if i mistreat a wife if i if if she is belongs to krishna if belongs to gurudev and if i mistreat her if i don't take care of her then i am a vaishnava apradhi considering her as a maid servant or some this feeling comes and if you do not properly take care of her then we are committing offense and <clears throat> so similarly a wife also should see her husband as sacred and a holy property of guru and krishna so she should she she should also treat him as a vaishnava not that in the bodily platform he doesn't look good he is like that he is that he is that not that all the time we should see all the faults in him we should try to see uh, the good qualities and the one of, one of the best qualities as i mentioned is he is a devotee so she treats him as a vaishnava and is faithful and assist him in the role his uh, in him in his role as as husband then and then each will start when this is when this is the atmosphere when both are helping each other what happens is they each start appreciating the sacrifice of each other both have sacrificed to come in this relationship it is not that only the girl has sacrificed or the only the boy has sacrificed both have sacrificed and <clears throat> so <clears throat> so each appreciate the sacrifice of other the generosity of other and the loving intent of the other and each grows in gratitude overlooking each other's faults we have to overlook each other's fault not that we we uh, identify small faults we make it very big and we put it in the broadcast messages of families and tell them oh this has happened this has happened this has happened no this doesn't work in the relationship so we a sane person wants nothing else but a peaceful marriage huh? so it is very important for the success of the marriage this all things should be given priority <clears throat> then coming further is the affection the third point is affection you know lord krishna told rukmini what he, he said my dear beautiful wife lord krishna is a supreme lord this is a householder 16108 wives this days it is very difficult to manage one but lord krishna had 16108 wives he was extraordinary huh? <clears throat> and <clears throat> lord krishna uh, 
So Lord Krishna, he told Rukmini. What did he tell Rukmini? He told Rukmini ji that you know that because we are householders, we are always busy in many household activities, many household affairs, and for a long, long time, uh, we are occupied with so many different things. So the Lord is telling to Rukmini that <clears throat> there should be some intimacy between us. There should be some. Uh, we should joke with each other so we can enjoy our household life by joking the joking words between us not that a husband and wife relationship is very always some serious no there should be some jokes there should be some uh, uh, so that is our ultimate gain in life even householder life can be a very happy place but we are been told that it is it is a place of misery and everything yes that is miserable if we don't deal with it properly but if we if we are conscious of it how it can be uh, nicely by engaging krishna's krishna consciousness it can be done and the best way is to is not that in the household life there is no joking there is no uh, uh, fun it is not a, there is a lot of fun shila prabhupada actually comments that actually householders work very hard day and night but they're all fatigued on the day's labor but as soon as they come home the husband should feel that this is home sweet home other when he comes home and the wife is irritable and he, and she starts fighting with him straight away then the husband will say baba better than this i should go i'll stay in office huh? or i should go to some i will i will go somewhere else when he comes home huh? then he should feel comfortable he should feel like this is his home and he should get some happiness So actually, householders uh, uh, they're working day and night. So when they come home, uh, when when the husband meets the wife and the wife and the husband sees that the wife is very devotedly engaged in Krishna service and she's very welcoming, serves him water and makes him sit nicely and asks him how was your day and everything. Not that as soon as he comes, the big list of complaints are are been put directly on her. Hey, take take that to to you know. So this will not work for a long time. So Lord Krishna wanted to exhibit himself as as being like an ordinary householder, and then uh, he was telling that to, there is a delight when the husband comes home, and then there is a, the wife is joking around, and you know some uh, exchanging joking words with the wife. So this is how uh, a household life should be. Huh? <clears throat> so you can see. the goddess of fortune she is always placed on the chest of narayana so in other words the wife should always remain embraced by her husband and then she will feel protected then she'll feel she is she loved just as uh, intelligence is always within the heart so uh, a beloved chaste wife should always have her place on the husband's chest so this is the proper relationship the wife is called aradhangini imagine one person cannot function when one has just one arm one leg one eyes one everything one so aradhangini means she is the better half when they are together then the household life is a success <clears throat> the prerequisite for affection very important thing a 
prerequisite for affection is acceptance the husband and wife should accept each other the acceptance if it is not there marriage is there but there are still acceptance is not there whole hearted acceptance is not there huh of each other in the marriage is going to suffer so a prerequisite for affection is acceptance and from acceptance grows a rich understanding and deep trust between the husband and wife i hope you're getting my point hmm? this is all shastra explaining how a householder life can be successful hmm? in marriages <clears throat> that have endured for some time if they follow this when acceptance is there trust is there deep love and affection is there in the in, in between the both of them then what happens then uh <clears throat> then the partners are comfortably and effortlessly together they might be distant but they are together and either in dialogue or in a silence they are always together they can always be themselves with not there is nothing to prove between them there is no competition between them there is nothing to get there is nothing to impress such a such a sweet and loving relationship they feel mutually secured they feel mutually cared for they they feel mutually wanted and they feel valued so the strength of their affection allows them to enjoy each other's company so the the first step is affection affection shifts the frustration anger and the the the, the uh, blaming tendency you know and what comes understanding comes kindness comes so this is uh, acceptance and you know is very very important <clears throat> uh from acceptance comes the affection then further uh, then further <clears throat> this contentment now <clears throat> everyone's goal is to become become happy they're all seeking happiness everyone wants to be happy who wants to be unhappy nobody everyone wants to be happy here but to be happy one has to be peaceful and in krishna's word how can there be happiness without peace bhagavad gita krishna says there cannot be happiness without peace so there has to be peace and if the householder life there has to be happiness and has to be peace between both of them hmm. and to be peaceful we must be content with the situation we are in whatever is the situation we are in we are been put by krishna's arrangement by our destiny we should be content with that we should be happy <clears throat> so one should be satisfied with whatever he achieves from the previous destiny the current situation of ours is because of the previous destiny it is not that just anybody can become our husband or anybody can become our wife it is all because of the previous destiny huh? that we are getting so for discontent can never give any happiness shrimad bhagavatam says discontent never gives happiness accepting it accepting whatever has come to us by the arrangement of the destiny should be accepted and 
then we should be content then we should be happy there is no element of chance in the circumstances in our life nothing happens just by chance ha huh? if we got a particular husband if we got a particular wife if we are in a certain relationship then there is no element of chance in the circumstances of life they are the result of a law that cannot err and they are our destiny created by our past activities so it is very important that we understand this and it is uh, <clears throat> one should not cry if ex- if we accept if we are re- if we remain content then it is good we should not cry off against our pains and our misfortunes and blame each other this doesn't work this doesn't work without endeavor one cannot get the amount of happiness and distress for without endeavor one will get a certain amount of happiness or misery one is destined to get in one's life one is supposed to get that and one cannot change this therefore accept who has already landed in your life and in that company practice krishna consciousness if you say oh ho my wife has so many faults my husband has so many faults this is not going to work ha huh? accept her accept him and together how we can work this out hmm? that we need to see a content person may still make changes in his life but based on dharma he can change his life based uh, based on advancing krishna consciousness he wants to advance his spiritual life uh, so things can change for spiritual advancement one should be materially satisfied and uh, for if one materially is not satisfied then his greed for material development will result in frustration which will not allow him to grow progress in spiritually also so it, i hope you are you are discussing on a certain uh i'm trying to make a point and it is i hope it is uh uh clearly uh vinay so <clears throat> there is a very important thing <clears throat> then then there is an aspect of uh, forgiveness sometimes we are put in a situation because of others and then we don't and that grudge against that particular person to goes to such an extent that our advancement in, in spiritual life completely stops so we need to forgive them forgive ourselves for our mistakes for for whatever has happened in our life <clears throat> just like priyavat maharaj who was a brahmachari narada had initiated him narada was he was the disciple of narad muni priyavat maharaj was actually had taken to path of renunciation but brahma ji came Manu Maharaj came and told Prevat Maharaj what get married become a king then what happened our uh, Prevat Maharaj did not blame he did he did not blame him he accepted although he was he wanted to remain brahmachari he accepted he married he got married he accepted the kingdom and everything and he <clears throat> he did not blame anybody he accepted this as the will of the lord <clears throat> and unlike narad muni in priyavat maharaj condition souls bind themselves to misery by holding resentments so forgiveness frees one from bondage so one has to free and accept, accepting the situation <clears throat> so further fifth comes a long term vision 
the husband and wife they should have a long term vision of krishna consciousness huh? <clears throat> you know yati maharaj when uh, he became old right when he was cursed by shukracharya ji to become old so he went to his uh, uh, son yadu maharaj asking for his youth and yadu maharaj said i cannot give you because if i give you my youth now and i accept your old age then i have desire for sense enjoyment and i cannot uh, i won't be in a position to enjoy that and when my time comes to become old i'll be in a situation where i will have material desires inside my heart so best is i i won't accept this But because yadu maharaj had a long term krishna consciousness vision that he wanted to use his youth to attain the renounce order in the future that's why maharaj yadu was very eager to engage himself in krishna service lord service but there was an impediment during youth the material uh, the material desires uh, they are very powerful so he preferred enjoying the material desires now and then renouncing in further <clears throat> so <clears throat> so we shall have the husband and wife together they should have a long term vision about how they are going to renounce uh themselves from the sense enjoyment they should there has to be mutual discussion amongst them and in this way they can uh they can plan uh their spiritual life in a by discussion and by planning then comes uh, the last is krishna consciousness hmm so our home is krishna's property and uh, uh everything has to be centered around krishna that's why we should have deities in our house and we should render a uh, loving service to the lord and all our activities you know if there is a, a husband and a wife they can divide their services and uh, serve the lord feed the lord offer pranams to the lord perform aartik and in this way together they can uh, perform devotional service and then gradually while they're absorbed in the service of the deities they develop a relationship with the lord by serving every day giving them a bath by taking care of them they develop a relationship with the lord just like we just like uh, uh, a mother for example why is she so attached to the child because she gives him a bath uh, takes care of him uh, uh, cleans his toilet uh, cleans her cleans him every day gives him a bath and then changes his clothes do just so many different activities every day and every day basis for years after years she feeds him cooks for him and that's a relationship develops so same kind of thing when we serve the supreme lord on every day basis we worship him give them do give them abhishek and serve them on every day basis sing for them read for them so gradually gradually on every day basis there is a relationship develops so husband and wife when they both serving the the deities what happens that their self centeredness goes away and krishna becomes the object of their life so it is very important that the services are, are in the uh, towards the deities are divided and everybody is engaged the children should be also engaged in the service of the lord so that helps the family to reduce their uh, self centeredness and they they become uh, uh they they then uh, concluding our discussion today uh <clears throat> the conclusion is that 
in a restaurant what happens uh many travelers they come together they drink they dine together and they dine each they dine in the same place and then they continue to the respective destinations so similarly the living entities they join together as families and later as a result of their own activities they go to their respective destinations so we are here we have a family so we are here for a very short period of time and there we they all have the desti- their destinations because of the destinations we are together and then as per the activities we performed here they will be leading further to des- their further destinations so it is very important that in the material world the so called family is a combination of several persons in one home to fulfill their terms of their imprisonment so we are all together in a in a jail and we need to full somehow spend our uh, time huh? we have to just uh, spend our time so <clears throat> as a as a criminal prisoner scattered as soon as their terms is over they are released similarly as soon as uh, uh, the temporarily assembled family members will continue to the respective destinations so for a short span of time we are together so husband and wife should happily spend their life in krishna consciousness without fighting without blaming each other with peace with love with affection and in krishna consciousness thank you so much hari bol